morning, Nicola. Good morning, Lincoln. There's that Colgate smile. Give me that Colgate, Colgate smile. <laughs> oh, boy. Good morning, Nicola. How are you this morning? I am wonderful this morning. You notice I'm taking in the sunshine. I'm in my backyard today. I'm sitting on the deck. I noticed that. It's a beautiful backyard. I like your neighborhood. I'm going to come you. take your house away from you or the neighbor house. I'm going to come take really the neighbor's house. You just yeah. see the roofs of the other houses. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's, but it's, it's nice. I know where you live, so it's a nice neighborhood. People should rich, you see? <laughs> I wish. Well, that's a good thing, you know. We get into existence. Yes, you gotta, you gotta. I tell people, I usually tell people that people goes, well, man, they're in poverty and they're poor. No, they're not. They're not poor. They're only poor. You're only poor in your head. That's where poverty is. You're not poor, you know? So anyways, folks, welcome to another fantabulous episode of the Lemonade Lounge. Look at that smile where you get your mind, your body, Let's and say, folks, and your money juices flowing. My name is Lincoln Holness, and this is the Colgate Smile host. I am Nicola. Lincoln, the reason why I was smiling was, was because you said fantabulous. Fantabulous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, word. So yes. I was just smiling at that. Yes. Yes, it is fantastic. It's a fantabulous day, Nicola. And we've got a fantabulous topic to talk about. And you yes. got a fantabulous smile going. Boom. Colgate, so, Colgate, Lincoln, Colgate. Yes. <laughs> Today's lemon is colonialism in Canada. Oh. So let's juice your lemons and make some lemonade. Lincoln, hmm? why did you choose colonialism in Canada as today's lemon? Oh, I chose it? Okay, so yes, you did. Uh, I, I thought you were the one who chose the colonialism. Okay, but since, okay. <laughs> it is a good topic to talk about because colonization. Um, is so focused on, on Africa, right? And, and just like how slavery in the, is focused so much on America, colonization is focused on Africa. And, and therefore, Africans, us Blacks, um, are the ones who get you know, the spotlight on this, right? But the, the natives was colonized. There's a lot of colored people that have been colonized across the globe. And the natives are one of them. And very rare it's talked about. So I, I thought this might be a great um, time to talk about it. Include them in the conversation because we're having the conversation, right? And I think that we need to include all colonized nations in the conversation. Um, and, you know, with the Black Lives Matters, with all the politicians talking, with the global marches, it is for all the people who not only have been colonized, but have been um, uh, brutalized, you know, um, and, and mishandled by, by the Western um, colonizers, I should say. The so-called Western, I don't like that word. They talk, talk about Western, like it's Westernized, and it's this, and it's that, and it's Western and West. No, stop it. It's foolishness. It's another, it's another I'm up here and you down there terminology, right? You know, we're westernized. You're easternized. You're northernized. You're southernized. You know what? Westernized are the best. Foolishness. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that's a great um, idea for us to, to, to have a discussion around it because it's, it's important. 
It's important. Indigenous people are important. They're the, the owners, the rightful owners of this land. And we are here. And so we should, we should really pass our respects to them. So, okay, because I was going to ask you, who are the colonized in Canada? The colonized in Canada are the indigenous, the natives, Indians, right? No, it's the indigenous. The, the what? The natives, the natives, and they're the indigenous people. First no, the, 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 the natives, what are you talking about? The natives are the people who, who are the rightful owner. The original people are oh, here. They're the natives of the land. And they're the yeah, the natives. People. They're not different from the indigenous. Indi what's the indigenous people are the same thing. They're the, the natives, the rightful owner of the land. Mm -hmm. So they're the colonized ones here in Canada. Yeah. Do you, let me ask you a question. Um, What's the population? Do you know the population of the natives in Canada and the U.S. combined? No, I don't. I could actually look it up, but I don't know the population. Yeah, I think we, you know, we should look that up. I, I know, but people should go Google that. What is the and, population? Huh? What is the population? Yeah, it's just over 1.6 million. So Canada has 37.5 million people living here. Right. Yeah, so, it's only 4% of the Canadian population or, or less, right? Um, so it's, it, it's combined, it's 1.6 million between U.S. and Canada, mm -hmm. right? Do you know how much, the, uh, how, how much it was guesstimated to be um, in the 1400s when the European came? No, a lot more, quadruple that. Because remember, yeah. they're the rightful owner of the lands. They were all here before the Europeans brought their disease Absolutely. over, right? Yeah. Before they were killed, all of that stuff. The guesstimated amount was 100 million. I, I want people to really hear this and understand this. 100 million. The guesstimated amount in the 1400s was 100 million. Mm -hmm. By the 1600, that 100 million dwindled down to about 5 million. People need to go and look this stuff up and see what the atrocities that is committed to these people. We're talking about a mass, we can't even call that, um, what kind of, you can't even call that mass murder anymore. There's, there's got to be a new word for that. We're going to have to make up a new word for and that. That's not a genocide. That's not a genocide. Genocide is too, is too nice of a word for that one. How do you kill 100 million people? Um, according to history, they died from all the diseases, right? So what else do you, would you think them, they would tell you? <laughs> Who wrote the history, Nicola? I know. And how come the colonizers didn't die to what? The disease favored them? They were immune, yes. They were immune. A foolishness. Even though foolishness. They didn't have these, these um, uh, what do you call it? They didn't they have, have weapons, they had weapons and they used their guns to kill the people. Yeah, yeah. The, these these disease that they're talking about, immune and foolish, they didn't have this scientific knowledge to know anything. They didn't even know the word immune. It wasn't even invented that yet. <laughs> they said the same thing about the Incas and the same thing about the Tainas. How come only the natives who's been living among wild animals, the um, uh, poisonous snakes and all these killer animals and all these things and all these things for hundreds if not thousands of years 
They've been um, living suddenly, in nature. Yeah, suddenly dying from these diseases. They have more mosquitoes, more all these diseases, more, they have more of all these things that they're exposed to than the whites. But yet the white men come with them little um, weak immune dis system disease and kill off everybody mm -hmm. and nobody else die, but, but, but the people. So that's the, why people need to really start questioning history. That doesn't make much sense to me. Question <laughs> history, question what you're learning in the textbooks. Yeah. And, and that's the problem because um, I was raised You need to speak Canada. up, I can't hardly hear you. Oh, okay, that's the problem. I was raised here in Canada. Is this any better? And um, yes. being raised here, the history we were taught is completely different than what we're now realizing to be true, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were taught that these natives were, they were savages, right? And the Europeans came over, brought their goods and made Canada a better place. But in retrospect, they stole the land from the natives. They took all the good things that they had and they made Canada their home. And they completely- um... Speak up, Nicola. Really, you still can't hear me? Yeah, you're low. Oh, I guess it must be the headset because I'm speaking really loud. I'm speaking really loud. Is this any better? That's better. That tone okay. of voice. Keep it that loud. Yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> That's really loud then. I'm yeah. really raising my voice. But yeah, um, forgot my train of thought, but basically we need to learn our history and we need to start questioning. So when we're told that people died or the natives died from smallpox and all these other diseases, we need to start questioning, did that really happen? Why is it that other people survived, the Europeans survived, but the natives didn't survive? Why was the um, population desecrated? These are the questions that we need to start. Asking. Of course, those are those are those are straightforward questions. Nobody yeah, questioned. Never to ask those questions. Yeah, right? well, nobody because questioned the that. The story because... was always one-sided. So of this course. is the side. This is the story. This is how it was, and accepted. Yeah. Now, nobody asked the questions because it's, you know, it's been run by the colonizers for hundreds of years. They're the ones who wrote the history. Those are the ones who create the textbooks. They're the ones who decide what was going to happen. They're the ones who created the system in, these, in this country. So what happened is that they control everything. And when they control everything, um, and then they push the Indians, look how deep back in the jungle they push the Indians and give them nothing, right? And they do the same thing with the black people. We're sub, Indians are savages, we're subhumans. You know, we're not fully human. They're fully human, but we're not, <laughs> right? And uh, Africa, look at the, the same thing they did with Africa, push them off their land. Oh, you're not humans, and we're here to save you and help you, but you're not humans. <laughs> we are the humans, okay? And, uh, and so it, 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 is, it is an, uh, we gotta be outraged with, things like that, because this is an outrage. This is something that is, um, should not go without, without punishment. How can you murder this many people and nobody pay for it? Okay, so How, how can Leopold kill 15 million? They don't even can count it, maybe 20 or 30 million dead, because they don't even know. And nobody paid for it. Not one of his family member paid for it. All we get the other day is an apology. How does that go like that? But as soon as I go out and 
drive and turn the corner, I got 10 police on me with guns. How, how, does, how is that add up? That doesn't add up to me. But anyways, your turn. <laughs> no, um, no, it doesn't add up. But the thing is, with the news, they're so focused on other things happening, black crime. So it takes away from all these other things that are really happening with um, indigenous people. Our Raise your voice. People. Um, so, for instance, I really and truly did not start following this until I think maybe three years ago. Mm. I couldn't tell you anything about indigenous people other than what I learned in school. And that was many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. I didn't remember anything. How I got educated on this was I started listening to CBC radio when I was driving my car. Mm -hmm. And they would talk about all the women that were murdered, all the women that went missing, right? Indigenous women. Yeah. And I never knew about that. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was just crazy. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine having your child and um, them going missing? No, I can't aren't imagine. Looking it. for them, the government's not helping. No, I don't want to imagine. Thousands of it. them are going mm -hmm. missing. Mm -hmm. This happened. Of and course, it's still happening. So uh, yes. All the things that happen to Indigenous people is crazy. We as Canadians, we need to do something about it because um, I was talking to my daughter. Uh, she finished university, and she also mentioned I didn't know about any of this until mm. I started university. Right? <laughs> so you, you think a lot of Canadians know about this and you yeah. ignore it, but that's not true. A lot of people do not know about this. So well, the we thing about it is news, that no one cares. We, we see them um, blocking railways and um, protesting, mm. but nobody really knows why they're doing it. They believe that um, they are just ignorant people just savages they're the, savages um, yeah but uh i totally understand it now like after you do some research and as i said after i listened to cbc radio and mm. read some books i totally understand why um they're doing this because their land is sacred to them you've got to be able to understand their culture like colonizers came here they took away so much of their land they mm -hmm. don't have a lot of land left. Mm -hmm. And what they have, they want to preserve it and preserve their culture, preserve their history, right? A lot of them, that has been taken away. We are in Canada. We should be learning about their history. We should be learning about their culture in schools. These are the things that they need to teach our children. So the children who are born here understand that this really wasn't their land or their parents' land. This land was stolen from the indigenous people. And then yep. we need to teach our children that we need to respect them, respect their culture, understand it, right? So for instance, um, I didn't know how important the water was and women are responsible for providing the clean water and taking care of the family. The roles are so different, right? Mm -hmm. But water is the woman's duty in, um, in their culture, right? Um, they, 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 animals are so important to them. Feathers are so important to them. 
well, they have a high respect to the land, right? Yeah. They, they're highly respected and they connected to the land. the land. They yeah. take care of the land. We build houses on the land, right? Yeah, well, they, so, they respect the land and we want to desecrate the land, right? Yes. <laughs> For the resources, right? You know, uh, you talk about um, something important there. Um, how come we don't want to preserve they want to preserve their history. Yes. How come we don't want to preserve their history? If you look at, at downtown Toronto, I don't know if you've ever gone downtown there, there's a couple, and see this, there's a couple buildings um, that they made high rises around. These are historical buildings. You can't tear the buildings down. Oh, right? yeah, there are lots of them. Yeah, of them. they preserve, mm -hmm. they want to preserve those buildings. Well, how, and those buildings were built by the Europeans when they came a hundred or two hundred or whatever years ago, yeah. three hundred years ago. We have houses in our neighborhood so, that they preserve like that too, right? They're historical yeah. sites. So how come we don't want to preserve the natives? How come we don't go into the natives and preserve the history, the real history, the true history of this land, so we can start um, and teaching those things and showing people, you know, make it look good, upgrade it. I, I mean, I said this to you before, is that there's only one solution up to this. We can talk about this till we're blue in the face, but there are only one solution and our government can solve it. Our government created the laws and put them where they at. Our government can go in and they can clean up the water. They can clean up the neighborhoods. They could build houses. They could solve the problems. But what do they do? They give them gambling and alcohol and said, okay, we give you enough. We give you enough. And then they put the mafia in to run the gambling houses and take a cut. It is, it is sad, 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 sad. The people struggle, the people suffer. The gambling casinos um, are, yeah. are bringing in millions of dollars. But what's, what's happening to the people? Where's yeah. all that money going? It, it's really sad because um, casinos are government owned. LCBO also government owned. Mm -hmm. So indigenous people can go and get alcohol. They don't have to pay taxes or anything on it, right? Everything is cheap for them. Alcohol is cheap for them. Food isn't, but alcohol is cheap. And a lot of these people, they believe that um, they can go to the casino, they can win money and take care of their family. But as we all know, casinos are rigged, right? You have a very, very, very small chance of actually making a profit when you go to the casino. Of course. Some people it's a get business. Lucky. Yeah, it is a business. <laughs> so the casino has got to profit and make money the same business. If they don't, there won't be a casino, right? Exactly. So I, I think I had told you before, um, beginning of COVID, I was driving, my husband and I went on a drive a three and a half, four hour drive to Sudbury. And uh, when we were driving there, we, we passed the reserve. I really would have loved to have driven through the reserve because I'd love mm -hmm. to see it. But a lot of the reserves, um, the police officers, right? Mm -hmm. That, um, so you'll see cruisers outside the reserves. Mm -hmm. So you can't go in there. Mm -hmm. So public can't go in there, drive through, and see how these people actually live. Well, they control everything, right? It is yeah. it is the ultimate control. This this is exactly how it it um. It, when I always talk about um, 
America or Europe or Caribbean. You always say, keep it to Canada. But it's not Canada alone. It's a system that they all created. That's why if you look at the recent um, things that is taking place, when they're doing their thing to control, they do it globally. And it's a global system they put in place. If you look at what they just did with China about Huawei, America didn't want it to happen. So what did America do? Went to Europe and the UK, and they all joined team up against China, right? This is how they operate. And then they put a system, a blanket system in place. This is how they operate. So it's not about one country. It's about their entire race of people. If you look at what they did in Los Angeles, it's the same thing they did to the Indians. They have grids in Los Angeles, in each cities where there's a lot of blacks live, they have grids that they block it off. And each entrance to that area, you have cops line up with it. It is, it is despicable and sickening what they do. When you, it's all when, about control. It's, all about it's control. what it is. It is. So when, when they're talking about slavery is done, no, they're still doing, slavery is not done for them. Just like when Akon said the other day, African have moved on from slavery. I know that's a snippet from, um, from what he said, and American, African-Americans have not moved on. But he forget to mention that the slave masters have not moved on. They have not moved on. And I, I know what he's saying. We should not forget about our history, but we should kind of move on to so we could grow and all of that stuff. But those are stuff that you don't even utter out of your mouth. You, you reword it another way to say things like that. But the slave masters have not moved on. They still exist today. So how can we move on? You tell me how we're going to move on. They exist reinforcing the system they created today. I do agree with him. I do believe we can move on. Regardless if they exist, I we think cannot move on. We give them too much control and power, and it's time to take back our control and our power. And by doing so, you just can't acknowledge them. Just you can't acknowledge them. There are certain things that we can do, but we tell ourselves we can't do it because we're still enslaved. But it's all in here. It's it's all in the head, and I understand what you're saying, but it's um. If you don't, you know, who's got the key, the key, the gold? Uh, they said, who's got the gold that make the rule? Something like that, right? If you're not in a position where you're um, affecting change or, or able to affect change um, on a great big level, um, it's going to be very, very difficult to move on from that because the system is a wall for you. And the wall is uh, every day is being reinforced. So what we got to do as a people is that we can move. When, when I said move on, I mean that we need to stay behind that wall and build a bigger wall, a higher wall. No, you so a, they you cannot break, you come break in. down that wall. No, we don't need to break their wall because the only way to break their wall is burn everything down to the ground and rebuild it. Just no, build a wall and block them out. A bigger wall, a gigantic wall running all the across, you know, like the one Trump yes, want to build in Mexico. Yes, I yes, want to build my wall. Okay. <laughs> See, that's, the thing. that's the problem. You don't need to build a wall. 
we do need to build a wall to keep them out. Mentality, you no. need to have um, more focused people, people who work together for the better good, right? Um, we, we work together. We need to unite and work together. Build a wall. Forget about them. Don't, don't fight with, with them. The don't them. worry about them. Work together for the better good. Outsmart them. Do the things that need to get done. Empower us, right? But back Absolutely. to our First Nations. But we got to build right? a wall to keep back them out. Back to our First Nations. Like for them, I can say honestly, it's easier for Black people than it is for our First Nations. Absolutely. Like, the, the way they live, they um, a lot of them they don't have electricity. They don't have running water. They don't have a lot of things that we have. Um, certain reserves have, but not all of them have, right? But think how easy um, it is to solve that problem, Nicola. Think how simple it is. There's only 1.6 million of them. There's not a whole lot of them. Think how easy that is to solve that problem. Though how all easy the problems is it, Lincoln? Hmm? How easy is it? All it takes is money and action. You go in. We have all the resources. We have every resource we need. We have all the resources to put them. We are the one who made them alcoholics. We're the ones who made them the way they are. We. So we have the resources to unmake it. Okay, so we have the resources instance, to build houses for them, to proper go, housing. To, to go into a reserve, you can't just go into a reserve and talk to people. They have the chiefs, they have the elders. They have a system and you have to respect that system before you go in to have a conversation. You have to have permission to come in to talk to them. Do you and honestly believe you that? You have the, to the, understand the, their culture. Do I honestly believe this? Yes, I do. Do you honestly believe that the government have no power over the, the natives? I, I understand that. The, Is that what you're telling me? I'm saying that the government has power over everything. That is a given. However, you've got to respect. It's not like you can just go in there and build homes. You've got to understand their culture. You've got to understand their land. You've got to understand the things that they want. Really? You right? think the government care about that? I won't, I'm positive that the government does care about it. How? Um, I, they do care. However, How? the system has been so corrupt over all these years, hundreds of years, in taking away everything from them. So. It's every time there's a new government that's in power, it's like starting from scratch to help, learning everything that happened, trying to, to do something new, right? Like right now, they're struggling with the whole pipeline. The land is sacred to them, but the government wants this pipeline. And that's supposed to be for the economy. But I'm actually against the pipeline because I understand how important this land is to the indigenous people. Because we've taken, well, I'm not saying we, I'm saying colonizers have taken away so much. And um, it just, businesses have taken away so much because everybody's looking for a profit. They're not looking for, looking to help the indigenous people in that sense. That's it. That's the bottom line. Nobody cares. They don't care about these people. Why do you think they kill 100 million of them? Because they don't care. And the problem, like they could solve this problem in a heartbeat if they want to. They know everything that we're talking about right now. You think this is a secret to them? That they're, they're, the, 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 the water, um, 
their land is sacred to them, all of these, with the hundreds of thousands of studies that they've done about these people and come up with all these foolishness that they come up with. You think they don't know? And they do know. And that's why they're running the pipeline. They don't care because what? The pipeline is worth more money than the indigenous people. So they don't care. And so this is the issue here. The issue is that they don't care. They can, they spend $100 million on an F-35. They do um, care. They just think the economy is more. They important. don't care. They spend $100 million on an F-35 airplane. And, you, and $100 million could, could solve the problems of the indigenous people. It's only 1.6 million of them. Not even that much in Canada. That one plane could solve their problems. Could go in, could sit with the chief, build them house, fix their water system. You hear, see them on TV all the time complaining. Our water is bad, or this is bad, or that, 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 that. $100 million could solve their problems. But how can we choose a plane? How can we choose a plane over the people? <laughs> and the oil sands, the oil sands in Alberta is bringing in billions of dollars on an annual basis. You're telling me you can't take point zero 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 one percent of that and fix the problem? It's their land. Their land. It only That's takes money thing. and That's action to fix the problem. That's why we need to um, join these protests now and try to help out, right? And just let it be known to a lot more people because, again, with everybody's life and everybody's schedule, that's not something that they take time to think about or even research or looking into. So that's why so many people are not aware when it comes to our First Nations or Indigenous people. They're not aware of what's going on. A lot of the immigrants here are not aware because Canada is a country of immigrants. So the high percentage of the immigrants, they don't, they're not aware. Not um, but, immigrants, I'll tell you that, definitely. But, but huh? definitely not just immigrants no 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 and a lot of the, the, the a lot of the the, the I, I would i don't buy it about the baby boomers not aware and all of those other because you know and and a lot of people know about it because it's on tv very often if you look on tv yeah, but it's on tv you switch um, the channel you don't pay attention to it so yeah but it's, it's on the news and you see all of that stuff so they're 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 and people are surprised sometimes look at it and goes this is going on in canada <laughs> right, because I can't believe it, right? So, but, but it is, you know, so my point is that what, what is the solution to this here? This is, this is always that I'd like to get to. What is the solution to this? Because I think it's such an easy fix. But we, we come up with all these things because we don't want to fix it. We come up with all these things and we, we say words like it's complicated, um, it's sacred, it's this, it's that. Well, we know all of this when we're, when we're destroying them. We knew all of this at the beginning when we were destroying them. And we knew all of this for the past 100 years. Just say 50 years. Forget about it. Just for the past 30 years, we know about this too. How come we haven't fixed it? There, there are things that can be done. Um, the only thing is, it seems like everything just takes too much time. Like up here where I live, there's protected land. There's the green belt you can't build and things like that. So... For the First Nations, it just should be the same. Their land should be forever protected. Um, they should be able to live there forever. They shouldn't have to worry about us trying to take over their land, um, build on it, pipelines. 
factories, they shouldn't have to worry about that, but um, it's something that just happens. I it, guess. it doesn't just happen. You know, in order for anyone to go on the native lands and build a factory, they have to get the approval from the government. They have to get it the approval. If you've got money and all of that. Exactly. It didn't just happen like that. Oh, I'm going to build a... No, they have to get the approval. So why would you give somebody a factory that's going to destroy the people's water? Put chemicals in the water. Why would you approve? Why would even you, why would you even think of something like that? Like with wet sweat, and this has been going on for over 10 years with the water, actually way more than that. I don't remember how many years. A long time. But it's been going on for, well, way over, like over 40 years, I believe it was, because they built mm -hmm. the factory there, mm -hmm. and then that just contaminated the water. The water, yes. Have seen the way the water looks? It's, Absolutely. I don't know if that could ever be fixed. There was, a, there was a documentary around that where it talks about... Um, all the, 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 the disease that it's caused and some cancer and all of these things. Mm -hmm. And the kids in the schools are being affected. And, and they, talk, being affected. they talked about this for very frequently. And, and nobody's deaf and blind and all that. We know about these things. The what are we is, doing about it? So it's if, such if, a sad if they thing. Were, if the First Nations, the uh, indigenous people live where I live in Guam, yes, there would be something would be done if there was a community of them here in Vaughan, right? But they're all far out. Nobody goes to where they live. That's the problem, right? It's not like they live in a community like this where we are, where everybody else can see them. They're far out. You have to drive an hour, two hours to get to a reserve. And then you realize, oh, yes, people live here. They do exist. If they were in a community like this, things would be done. People would be speaking up, but they're so far away, they're not seen and they're not heard. That's why um, things are being done to help them. My cousin, she used to um, work with indigenous people. Um, and when I told her I was just finding out about this stuff, she was surprised. But she's like, yes, she understands not a lot of people know. And she used to be a liaison, and she would try to help with their education, find out what they need so that they could help and give them what they need. So that, that was her job for many years. Let right? me ask you a question. But they don't just let everybody in there. You've got to find somebody that they trust, that somebody that understands the culture. It's, it's, the whole communication is hard. And I understand why it's that way, because they've been treated, treated so poorly over all these years, they've been made so many promises and all these promises have been broken. So if somebody says they're coming to do something, how do you believe them? They broke a promise last week and the week before and the week before and the week before. Mm -hmm. So the record- Every promise that has made to them has been broken. Yeah. They have billions of dollars tied up from like they oil, do get the funding. Oil. They get a lot of funding, but how to spend the money. They don't get a lot of funding. Now. They get they very minimal. Get yeah, but they get minimal money. The funding, they get welfare. The funding might go to like the casinos or the, the head or the, 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 the people who they control and who teeth the money, take all the money. The people, the people who are really struggling get no money. They get a little bit of welfare. That's all they get. And they live in squalor conditions. You know, the thing about it is that they should be living the highest life 
in Canada. Every resource that is in the ground in Canada belongs to them. Every resource. But if you look at colonization on a whole, wherever these guys go and colonize, what they do is that they control the resources, decimate the place, and keep the people down. This is their, this is their mission. Their mission is to extract all the money they can extract and keep the people down. If you look all across Africa, look how much resources in Canada, in Africa. How could Africa have the, have the most resources in the world? The most. They supply the world, the West, especially the West, with resources. But yet the people are poor, living in squalor conditions, the majority of the people. Why? Colonization caused that, right? Same thing in, the, in, 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 in Canada. Colonization is causing that. Resources, um, Canada is a resource-rich country, right? We're the second largest oil producer in the world, if not nearing number one. And we're only next to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> right? We're probably nearing number one. So how could a country that have so much resources, the second largest oil producer, look how rich Saudi Arabia is, right? Look how much billions of dollars this is bringing. And those resources belongs to who? The natives. They should be living the highest life and the government should make sure of this, that they get the best of everything. Yet, they're left to rot and die. What me and you can do is a pencil dot we need a massive change program to be implemented with a lot of money involved. And so a lot of people could get involved to help these people. That's what we need. Government need to put up a few billion dollars and hire a whole bunch of people, just a massive change program. And because you need drastic um, actions to, to, to effect um, change, right? We got to go in and, and tear down everything that they've built for the last two, three hundred years and reconstruct it back again in the people's mind, the people's land, clean the water. It needs a massive overhaul and it takes money. The government should take a few billion dollars that we have. We have that money because we say if we, if we always say we don't have the money, but as soon as there's a war and we need to be a part of it, we, have, we suddenly have billions of dollars. It just magically appears, <laughs> right? You know, so we have the money. Mm -hmm. so that's, I think, is one of the, the solutions that need to be happen. I am willing to go in and lend my services, and I'm sure there's thousands of Canadians who are willing to go in and lend their services, but it needs to be on a mass movement on a massive scale so we can really make some serious changes to these people's lives. It's, I, I think that's the only way. And the go, it's got to be a program that the government put to, even if they, they farm it out to a private entity, but they got to back it with billions of dollars. They, 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 believe it or not, Lincoln, a lot of these, are, these initiatives are taking place, and they've been taking place for many years. Um, really? Yes, they are. Where are the, where the changes? For sure. Um, you know what? Next week we could discuss this again, um, and I'll give you the details. 
Okay. I've got to actually look it up because I, I know, I know they always say, 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 but all that money is always tied up someplace else and not being released. It's mm -hmm. always the like, last few billion dollars I heard about was allotted to them. They're still fighting to get it for the last hundred years. <laughs> you know, um, I know, like, for instance, in Mississauga, um, maybe around eight to 10 years ago, um, something was done there with the land and um, they did pay reparations to, um, to a lot of the um, natives of the land, indigenous people there. Quite a few things have been done. But I guess that happened because it's Mississauga. And um, it's an area that you could drive to and people can see. It's not far out, like driving to Sudbury. It's not hidden. So that happened in Mississauga. But I don't want to misquote anything. So... I actually have to look into it and I'll tell you all the things that the initiatives that are taking place. The bottom it's, line is, is that um, nothing that has taken place enough to affect the change that need to change these people's lives. So, you know, you can, you can um, throw someone a bone once in a while and said, I'm doing a whole lot, but if it's not changing their lives for the better, then it doesn't make any sense. You throw them, you even throw them a bone. So it, it's, it, they need real change and real initiatives, not these um, cloud casting to say that I'm doing something initiatives. You need real change. So you need, a, you need a large campaign, a big one, so everybody in Canada know about it, and volunteers and pay people, and so, that's what you need to really create the change that the, to, to help these people to better their lives. So the because they're in there. Till today, a lot of the, the, the young girls are... are Either committing, a lot of young people are committing suicides because yeah, there's a lot they, of suicide. There. Yeah, there's, there's no a, future. They are um, a lot of the girls. Some they're killing some of the girls, the young girls. It's a it's a sad thing. It really is. I hate watching it because I feel depressed when I when I when I hear. You know, about it. the thing is, all of those things are happening, but sometimes I feel like that is the plan, and that's what um, they want them to do. They want them to kill themselves off. Yeah, so they don't have to deal with them. Just like I feel like that's what they want to happen with the black population. I think so Young too. I feel the same guns. way. Mm -hmm. I feel like they want them to just get these weapons, weaponize themselves, and just kill each other. Yeah. So eventually, we'll kill ourselves off and we don't have to deal with it, right? Absolutely. But uh, when people get involved, like I always say for every single thing, I believe that it needs to start in the school. Things need to be taught honestly in the school. They need mm -hmm. to teach children. Like I was talking to my girlfriend, my kids go to a Catholic school and from they step into the Catholic school in JK, mm. they're all taught about the Catholic religion. They're all taught about God. Mm -hmm. So when anything ever happens to them, they know they're Hail Mary. They know what they need to do, which prayers mm -hmm. say and everything. And these are triggers for me they're triggered mm. to do certain things in certain situations. Mm -hmm. What I realized that they lack is they, they teach kindness and things like that, right? To be kind to people, to love everyone, but it needs to go deeper. Mm -hmm. So when you're teaching your kids to be kind and to love everyone, you realize that yes, we should be kind and we should love everyone. But in school, who do they see? They see more kids that look like that. So, mm. for instance, in the school that my children attend, I think I told you this before, 
out of the 700 children that are there, mm. maybe out of the 700, there might be 15 black kids there. So it's mm. not a lot. So when you teach your kids to love everyone, they mm. see all these other white kids around. So those are the people they're going to love. Of they don't course. know they need to love outside of that. So mm. they need to start teaching about other cultures. Absolutely. Letting them know they need to love those cultures too. They need to respect those cultures. They need to understand mm -hmm. them. And one of the ones that they need to start with is our indigenous people, the First Nations. So Absolutely. they can understand the history of Canada, not just what's written in the history book by the colonizers, no. but the, the other side of the story. Mm -hmm. right? They need to do that. So everything for me always goes back to school and the way you educate the children. Like for me, I do a lot of it at home, mm. right? Because I know it's not going to be taught in the school. So I teach my children at home. Mm. So they have a better understanding, mm. right? So that they know that there's always more than one side to a story. Mm -hmm. There's always more than one point of view. Mm -hmm. So somebody might see it this way, but in retrospect, in reality, mm. there are more views. Mm. What do it's you think? not only one way to look at something. What do you think the... Um... Um, you know, it will take for that to start happening. Say, for an example, in your kid's school, what do you think can take place for your, you know, your kid's school to start including um, those t that type of teachings? Well, right now, curriculum? Lincoln, that is not even a top priority right now. The mm. reason is we're going through COVID. So we're going, we're not? We're going through COVID, uh -huh. right? So mm -hmm. right now, the problem is uh, trying to figure out how schooling is going to go for the fall, mm. right? Mm. So right now we're filling out surveys. This is the priority to figure out if our kids are going back to school, mm -hmm. or if they're going to stay home and they're just going to do online learning. That yeah. is what the priority is, right? Mm -hmm. They're also trying to figure out how many minutes are kids going to get of school every day? Mm. Are they going to get 300 minutes or is it going to be less? Mm. Are they going to have gym? Um, COVID is the priority. The basic mm. subjects are the priority right now. Such mm. as English and math, those are the things that children need to learn. So mm -hmm. they're trying to figure that out. So dealing with uh, cultures and other people, that's not a priority right now. It will probably be something that they could look at once they figure out the COVID situation. Mm -hmm. But it's just like Black History Month, right? Mm -hmm. Um at the school, the teachers don't really know much about Black history. They mm. tried to teach it. Um, a couple of the parents, they're the ones who took the initiative and said, these are the things that our children need to be taught, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just one month and they brought it to the principals. They brought it to the teachers because they did not know. And mm. they just like, as I said, they don't know about the natives. They don't know about Black history either, mm -hmm. right? I know you find it hard to believe, but it mm -hmm. is true. Mm. So this would be something that would have to be put out there. Maybe mm -hmm. they need a month as well, where we all learn the truth about our natives. Mm -hmm. First Nations, Aboriginals, the Métis, the Inuits, we take time and we learn, learn the truth, learn the culture. So that would be a proposal. So parents would need to come together and, and, and do, you something, know, about and it, do yes. something about it. Yeah, that's a good idea. But the thing is, because you don't see any Native kids in the school, that's why it's mm -hmm. not a priority. 
Mm. Just like if you don't see a lot of black kids in the school, it really isn't a priority, right? It's amazing, huh? Oh, that is. Mm. Mm. So like, um, yeah, as I said, I have to teach my children because a lot of things just don't get taught. Mm. Like um, you, you learn the basics. You learn like when they have Black History Month, um, they learn about Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King. Those are mm. the individuals they learn about. They mm -hmm. don't learn about everybody else. And there are mm. so many Black heroes out there mm -hmm. that they just don't learn about. But I have to be the one to um, teach my children. To teach them about it. Like, um, so our friend, my friend Maurice had given me this book. You know, they have the book Think and Grow Rich, mm -hmm. but they also have Think and Grow Rich for Black People. The, yeah, the and Black version. A, yeah, it's a great <laughs> book because you learn about all the things that Black people have done, things that mm -hmm. they've created, mm -hmm. and you'd never, ever, ever, ever hear about this or where would you get this information? Because it's not taught. It's, it's not, not taught in school. It's right? out of the curriculum. Everybody yeah. that's created something and done something amazing, they've mm -hmm. always been white. Yeah, it, it is in incredible um, how this works and what has taken place. But, um, you know, the solution to it is action. I think that the, the, the money's there. And if we decide to help it, we just need to take the action. I think the government have a responsibility to the natives. I really believe that they took their, their forefathers have took have caused the situation we're at today, and um, because because of some of the decisions that they've made, and so they have a responsibility to make sure that these people are okay. If on the path where we're heading, if we do nothing about it, in just a couple of years they'll be extinct, and it's only one and one and a half, one point six million. There's not much of them, many of them, right? That's not a lot to wipe out. So, um, especially with COVID nineteen, they don't have proper health care. They have diabetes. They have this. They have that. They, you know, it's 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 affecting them big time. So we need to. Um, we have a responsibility um, as a people. We have a responsibility as a country, and I think that we can do better, and we should do better as a country and canada have the resources to do better and therefore they should do better um so you know i'm calling up on trudeau right now mm -hmm. you know if you hear this um stop twiddling your thumbs and stop twiddling oh. your fingers you know and um and put things together let me finish mm -hmm. stop twiddling your thumbs put a program together a plan together and move money to develop these communities. You don't have to give them the money. You go in and develop it. You go in and fix their water issue. You go in and fix their housing issue. You go in and fix their educational issue. You can do this, all right? We can um, literally um, um, uh, take them off their addiction. There's lots of places that we have could help them, and lots of people, and we could fix their issue and we could recycle them and put them back into society. We could let them feel worthy again, let them feel like people of value. They have a lot to offer. They've offered this land and a whole lot. Without them, we wouldn't be here. So let's, let's, let's do the right thing. Let's do the right thing, Trudeau. You and your administration have the power to make a difference right now. Do it. Don't wait for the next administration to come in to do it. 
you do it. Trudeau has actually done some stuff. I will, um, our next Not podcast, enough. I'll bring it up and we'll go through the things that he's done since he's been there. He can do more. Do you remember when um, George Floyd um, died and um, he was asked a question by the reporter and he waited, he paused, and he took his time to answer the question. He did that for a reason, because he really had to think about what he said because he was talking about black people, but he also knew that the indigenous people at the land were suffering. He also knew that they were being killed, they're being murdered on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. He knows that this is happening. So he had to think about what he was going to say Mm -hmm. before he answered that question because he knew what was happening here in Canada as well. Absolutely. Not just to the black people, but to our indigenous people. Absolutely. So, Not a secret. Exactly. So when you talk about Trudeau and he um, he needs to do something, like he knew what was happening. He didn't want to ignite a flame. Mm -mm. And that's why he paused with his response that day. But, Things was really interesting. I think this was a great introduction so our audience understand now that we do have people here suffering. We have black people suffering, but we also have indigenous people Speak suffering. Speak up, Nicola. We also have the indigenous people suffering, and I think they suffer a lot more than black people do because they do. of their history and everything that has happened to them. Mm. Um, our next week, we can continue, and I will... Um, have some information like things that have been done and things that that people can do to help to make it easier for them right we could possibly make a donation petitions things along those lines i will have that information and um we could discuss this a little bit more but for today my sweetener is that um we put it out there people know and um, we all know now we should educate ourselves, which is always what we learn every single week. You need to educate yourself more on the things that are happening. Be more aware, aware of the culture. Be more aware of First Nations. Be more aware of um, Indigenous people. Be more aware of the history of your country that you live in. Yeah, we need a, we need a, a Native Lives Matter movement um in in canada and the u.s and we need the the whole because there's a there's a lot of canadians that support these movements and so we need a movement in the street to really send a message to the government so the government could take action because the government knows the um uh, what is taking place the atrocities that is taking place and that what they have done to these people so we need a huge movement so i think canadians could um uh, move their government to do something and to take action. And we will, the people here of Canada is not unwilling to help these people better their lives. We're willing to do it, but it needs backing and it needs a plan. And the government have the money and we can, and, and can create the plan so we could help. A big movement to change these people's lives. Nothing mm. pencil dot, no pencil dot stuff that they've been doing to say we're doing things ain't gonna help. We need a massive, um, action to take to make the changes. Okay, so let's do that, folks. Um, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Um, 
for joining us today. Why don't you wrap it up? This is the end. Wrap yes, it up. I shall. So thank you for making lemonade with us today. Be good to yourself. Be grateful for all that you have, especially now you know what's going on, everything that's transpiring in the world. So be grateful for all that you have because you do have a lot. Thanks, Nicola. Thanks, Lincoln. Have, have a, a good day, day, folks. And uh, until next time, take care.